That L Word Podcast. Do you need the leadership work? Can you even love? A podcast about leadership and everything that people are afraid to say out loud. Do you love yourself? Because if you ain't leading yourself, how can you lead a multi-million dollar corporation? All right. Boom. And then the clock starts running. You don't know what we're talking about? No, we literally waited way too <laughs> Oh my goodness, I don't know. This is a long day. I woke up this morning ready to go. Made myself a gluten-free blueberry waffle, right? Had some some uh organic sausages from a from a local farm, like like uh kibasas. Oh, it was so good too. Go downstairs. My wife takes the car. I'm like, I gotta, you know, I I gotta take the motorcycle today because the truck is in the shop. I go to turn on the key, and I'm wondering why the key won't turn to the right more. Yeah. Guess why? You left it on. It's been on all night <laughs> with the high beams. And I'm like, oh, my God, I got to leave in like five minutes to get down here for Jody to drive down here. And I, I usually, you know, on the way down, you think about that stuff. All yeah. I was worried about is, like, how do I jump start my motorcycle, take the seat off, jump it. And you got to be careful when you, like, or jumping and starting the motorcycle, you just put the cables on. You don't even start the car because you can like over, you know, yeah. over hit the, the electrical. But I was worried about that. And I was like, you know, the time period we usually use to, as I drive towards you, it's like, what are we going to talk about, about yeah. today? I had no clue. I was just trying to. Looking for police, weren't man, you? Man, yeah. I was on the motorcycle. This <laughs> is true. So true. Because I said that last night. I was like, I'll get there quick. I said, like, oh. Yeah, just without getting the ticket, that's what was the key. But we got here, we we had our conversations, and we came up with a great episode today. We did. You just don't remember what it is. I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> well, hey, everybody, we're back for another episode of That L Word. That L Word podcast. Um, as usual, we're, we're flying by the seat of our pants, and today we're going to talk about when you, when you're saying yes to things, how it can actually be a silent no to other things. And this is really kind of circling around like boundaries, boundary setting, and third getting, and fourth order effects. Yes, and then getting mm -hmm. overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And then letting things go in your life because you're saying yes to other things. And that's the silent no. So if Morgan asked me, well, this has happened to me several times in the last, actually, last couple of days, I keep getting hit up by people that want me to be like on the board of something. And it's usually, <laughs> yeah, it's usually like military, military related yeah, stuff. Military. And, you know, I'm, I'm super grateful and, and honored and, you know, um, appreciative that they've thought of me, but they're, I, I've had to say no, because I'm, my, my cup is already full, <clears throat> you know, and, and if I, if I don't say no, then it's going to, I'm going to start to get into that territory of overwhelm. And this is one of the things that I see with a lot of clients is the fact that they say yes to everything. So it's kind of like being the yes person now, you know, back in the eighties or whatever, you'd hear the, the yes man in no, the corporate. I wouldn't hear that. Well. <laughs> the eighties, really? All right. Now we're not going to do <laughs> old jokes, but I'm just saying in, in corporate America or in movies or whatever, the yes man was, you know, the person who was always saying yes to the boss. And so now as I think of like like the, the person who's saying yes all the time, whether it's 
at work or at home or whatever, when you're saying yes to something that you don't necessarily, oftentimes we say yes without even giving it, giving it second thought to what those second and third order effects are going to be. But you, you know what the, the biggest piece of it is? You know why we don't see the other stuff that could happen, the third, the backside, the, the residual, however you want to say it, that comes from that one yes? It's fear, scarcity. I think it depends on what you're saying yes to. I don't know. Why are you saying yes? Like, I mean, think about it. Like, think about why. And we're not talking about just just saying yes. We're talking about saying yes um, to too much or everything. Right, but, like, for instance, what I was talking about, that would not have brought me any monetary gain at all. It was just these, I don't know, board positions, right? But saying yes to those, that's not out of scarcity. That's more out of people-pleasing. That's me wanting to please everybody. But there's, but if you look, okay, so then I guess you'd have to define that. scarcity. Yeah, are we, yeah. Do, are we talking about unpack that? Like, oh. so or if we try to make everybody happy, then what are you trying to get that you don't think you're gonna have? Right, financial scarcity versus <clears throat> scarcity of um, you know friends or, or, or people yeah, or whatever yeah. contact, emotional connection. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, I think there's a there's a deeper. No, I do deep. agree that there is scarcity. Probably just the type of scarcity. Because I immediately went to financial scarcity. I'm like, it might not be money. Yeah, it yeah. might not be money. Why some people just need, they just want something they didn't have in their childhood or in their relationships at home. Yeah. No different than somebody, you know, saying, yeah, I'll stay late. Yeah, I'll stay late. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't doing them no good, but they don't want to go home. Right. Right. They said, I can get more here than I can get there. Um, and <clears throat> But they don't see how it could, uh, you know, it could be create a negative environment even at work. Because now they're always dependent on you to stay there. And then the moment you can't be there, is that going to be seen differently? And and I think that when we are looking to, I mean, that's a really good one, right? That's really establishing a behavior. And then and then when it no longer fits you, it's taken away. But other people have already uh, established that this is who you are. Uh, just like the person is always, you know, you go to, you at work or you um, <clears throat> with your team. And you got that one person that says, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do it. And, and they always say I'll do it. But the, then the one time or the first time they say, no, I can't do it. Everybody looks at them like, what's, what's, what's wrong? the problem? Yeah. yeah. Hold on. <laughs> but I think this kind of goes into that old saying <clears throat> that 10% of the people do 90% of the work. And <clears throat> that's whether it's at work, whether it's in organizations, you always have that same crew of people. <clears throat> and... <clears throat> Yes, it's a chicken or egg question. What came first? Were they always doing the work so then the rest of the people <sighs> slacked off? Or were the rest of the people not really doing as much so these people picked up the slack because There's they so were... There's so many variables in Yeah. <laughs> like, goodness. Yeah. Mm. But at what point, how do you... Is is I think about this, and I feel like I've gotten better because I used to say yes to everything, which meant I was saying no to other things that I didn't realize I was saying no to. Time with your family. That's right. A lot of times it comes down <laughs> That's to the time biggest that one they're, first they're, about they're the first ones to suffer because <clears throat> we know they're going to be there. We know they love us. We know they're going to, you know, maybe be pissed, but also like, okay. Um, and I think it, I think it also depends. I know my family never had a problem when it was work stuff. Right. But I think it also depends on, is this work stuff that I'm taking on additionally or is this work stuff? Uh, there's a stuff that's levied on you that you just you can't say no to. It's it's the, it's work. The, the what I hear, and when you say that, right? You said it when you say work stuff, and what what I'm thinking about is 
you say family has has always not minded that, right? And and the other, well, I won't say. I, maybe uh, I said uh, not minded, but I meant like, you know, they're gonna be there. But are you they? take well, and that's that's the whole point, right? <laughs> you take it for granted, right? Yeah. It, or, and that's the thing, right? It, it, and I say that because people are listening. It's like, oh, my family doesn't mind. There's points in my career and in my life, even today, like I'm thinking, like everything is cool. Like, they, they get it, or right. they I, they understand the grind until they don't. Yeah, <laughs> and usually I feel like that until they don't is it's a sentinel moment. It's not just this. Oh, hey, you know, could you back off a little? It's it's almost like it's built up. It's and then the it, argument. It they've been waiting. Yeah, they've been waiting to tell you. Like this, you what's the comment? Oh my God, the comment is like, uh, you've been doing this the whole like it, it, when they make a comment, you can tell they've been thinking about it for a long time because they don't just bring up what you just did. They bring up every scenario yeah. where they they probably have felt like that moving back to the beginning. Yeah, and you, then you look at it yourself like you look at them like. Why are you just not saying something, right? And then they say, well, that doesn't matter if I'm just not saying something. Well, it does, right? Because if, and we're just in the this family bubble right now. That's what we're talking about, the family bubble. If if somebody is committed somewhere else and we have a problem with it, we shouldn't wait till it becomes an issue. It becomes a a um a festering wound before we bring it to their attention because it's healthier to say, Hey, I notice yeah. that you're, you're going to be gone every weekend for the next six months. Is there in that schedule? Did you plan out any time for us? Right. And so I guess <clears throat> part of all this is being deliberate, right? Like really thinking about and being deliberate with your time, with your resources, with your emotions, with your feelings, with all that stuff so that you can better determine what to say yes to deliberately and what to say no to. And how do you feel okay about saying no? And this goes back to the book that you and I both love, Essentialism. Essentialism, yeah. You know, when in the, the bottom line up front for that book, if you've not read it, we highly, both Morgan and I, I think, recommend it a lot. Essentialism. Um, by Greg McEwen. White cover, red circle around black letters. And a bunch of scribble on yep, it, it there looks you go. like. Yeah, Greg McEwen. But anyway, the bottom line up front for this book is that we've pluralized the word priority and we say priorities. So then when everything's a priority, nothing's a priority. But I think... Oh, the, ooh. I ain't never heard it like that before. I mean... That's what I took No, that's the book. No, a good. Yeah, you, yeah. What you hear is perfect, but that... That very minute change, yeah. priorities and priority. I've never said priority. I ask people all the time when they start saying, well, these are my priorities. I'm like, what's your priority? Everything else can be a Is goal. Is priority? So, oh, hold on. I think I've just been like, gotta, it was just a conundrum or whatever you want to <laughs> call this. Holy mackerel. So, priority. So, how do we... We say priority, like this is a so priority. What, when I'm with me. clients that I'm working with, the majority, not all, the majority of clients or people just in general, if you ask them, what is your priority? Now I'm talking married folks, older folks, uh -huh. right? They will generally say my family. Now, if you're younger, maybe your priority is your career. Maybe it's travel. Maybe it's different stages. whatever. Different yeah. stages of life. Most people our age that, are, that have families will say my priority is family. 
okay, well, if your priority is family, where do they currently sit, like, in, the, in your priorities? Because they're the ones coming in saying, I've got a bunch of priorities. So what you do is help people get the S off of the, that word. Because that automatically, make, like, a priority makes it number it's one. It's number one. Correct. And then what, what I, I normally start talking about is you've got this priority. So family's a priority. Okay. Where you've got to make money to support priority or to support your family. It's a known thing. So if right. you've got most people, right? So if you've got to make money, that means you've got to have a job. So then within that job, it factors into your priority. And how, do, how does it factor it? So how much effort do you put there to make the money to support your family? Everything goes toward that priority. And I would argue that the number one priority for everyone should be yourself. And it sounds selfish, especially for people this that is, are that's in, a whole. <laughs> I know, it's a whole other thing. That's but, a whole other subject because, like, <clears throat> when you say that, that first thing people say, "Oh, you being self." I, I had a friend, Terry Wilson. I just was in Dallas, uh, and I saw him this week. I remember he told me a long time ago because I always talk about like, I, you know, I make my client priority. I make my client priority. He said sometimes you got to be selfish and prioritize yourself. He said this like in 2016 or something like that, which doesn't seem like a long time ago, but it was a long time ago. And <clears throat> but I felt like ashamed no, I don't know was it a shame like selfish. guilty guilty yeah. guilty yeah. selfish right not selfless as I try to the, as I work on being every day and the the way society judges that like it doesn't put put you in the, the position to say oh I want to be focused on me but I also <laughs> think there's a difference between selfish right. and self-care self-worth so when I when yes I, we understand but well, we yeah, understand yeah. it but like it's and, tough. And practically, there's no difference in what we're talking about today, right? We're talking about how we're saying yes, but then there's just hidden things that are occurring behind the scenes. Like you you say, oh, I'm a, this is self-care, but what you don't hear and what you don't see is how everybody else is taking your self-care, right? Like me, <clears throat> I'll tell you, you know, the biggest one about me is like, I like being by myself sometimes. I enjoy it. I actually was happy I rode my motorcycle today because this is what, I couldn't watch TV. Couldn't, I couldn't hear my phone. I couldn't, like, play an audio book or nothing. I just, it was just me and the road, and it was, the sun was coming up, and it was nothing out in here. You know, yeah. there's just grass everywhere, and you see the fog over there. And it was, like, the best time for me, right? And when I share that with people, they, 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 they it, I guess the certain people that are close to me, when I share that with people, they, it could be either, either it's me or it's how they're make, they make me feel like, oh, you, you like to be by yourself anyway, you know? But I need to be by myself to make sure that when I show up for the things that I've said yes for, that are priority, that I'm of clear mind and heart. And that's what I'm saying. So when you, your number one priority should be yourself. You've got to be able to take care of yourself so that when you do show up to the things, you're the best version of yourself. Right. And then, you know, so, yes, most people will say family, and I totally agree with that. And maybe maybe family is still the priority, but then the very next step of my family being my priority is that I have to be the best version of myself to then serve my family the best. Same thing at work. I have to be the best version of myself to, you know, Correct. to be the best I can be at work. So this is where this whole 
yes, saying yes to things comes you're, into comes in because now you're starting <clears> to stack your now you're starting to pluralize the word priority. I think we don't. I think that's when at, at a point where I, where I think for me at that moment I'm not valuing my peace enough. And a lot of times we do it without even giving real thought to for it. For sure, yeah. You know, you're just like, because it's a people-pleasing thing or because it's whatever, you're just like, yes, let's do it. But it, no. And I, I, and I, I think the reason I brought up scarcity at the, at the beginning of that is, is, is the exact reason because I didn't, I didn't know how to value myself. I didn't know how to value my peace. I didn't know how to, to say no, because I didn't, there was no alternative. When I said no, the, what, then, then there was emptiness, right? There was, there was total emptiness, but saying yes, is like constantly filling a void, mm-hmm. whatever that void may be. Right. And then not to say the void is healthy, that filling the void is healthy by no means. Like it depends on, how you decide to personally feel it. But I remember saying yes to every client. That was a bad idea. Yeah. Oh, my Lord, that was a bad so idea. So that's probably a scarcity of financial scarcity. No. Worth. Okay. Self-worth. I don't I've never, I really, I'm, I, like, I like money. That's not yeah. to get it twisted. But it ain't never the forefront of my mind. Like, it, yeah. that's just not. Like, there's, I, I value other things above that. Um, it was self-worth. I'm not good. The, the, the imposter syndrome. Like, I'm not, they don't want me. They don't want me. Because yeah. I didn't need the money then. Like, when I started coaching, I was still in the Marine Corps. Right, yeah. And so, like, I still, even now, we sit in a different financial spot, you know, regarding retirement and VA and all these diff- other different things. And... It's never and I, it's never been a place where it's like, oh, I'm not, I'm not gonna make no money. I'm not gonna make no money. I'm not gonna make no money. It's like, am, am I good enough? Am I not good enough for you? And so, it's almost like you, you we say yes. This is in regards to clients. It's, it's relationship with people, mm-hmm. relationship with people, people that are in toxic relationships that keep saying yes, 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 yes to the, every you know a breakup. Yes to the next person. Yes to the next person. But not really because you're trying to fill a void uh, of whatever that void is filled with, right? Uh, Your happiness, your connection, your your depression, your anxiety, whatever it may be, because you don't value your peace. And you might not have ever been taught that your peace exists. That was a big one for me. Like, as I retire and and I get more time with myself, I'm still learning that I did. I still don't value my peace enough. Right. Right. And I'm still trying to say yes and say yes. And this kind of what we talked about today is like, I'm really in this place. Like, like I'm working on my nose. Like, I really. It's hard though. And and I just wrote down. Right now. I think sometimes the nose are a very fear based thing too. You know, you're. It's it's hard to say no to people. And some of that is probably grounded or rooted in scarcity, but it's also just hard to say no to people. Even if you don't know them, the, the couple of people that hit me up to be on these boards, I don't know them. They were either um, found me on LinkedIn or, you know, there was a, a, a connection, right? And again, it's it's mostly military type stuff or what I used to do in the military, but it's not, 
it's not like it was you saying, hey, Jody, I want you to, to help me out on this project. And I'm finding it easier to, to say my no's, but it's still, it still takes some effort to say, my mind immediately shifts into how can I make this work? And then the other side now is starting to come in and say, no, like this is not, this is not mm -hmm. even what you want to be doing. You don't play in that world anymore at all. You know, literally at all. Yeah. So why? And when I write back to them, you know, I said, Hey, I'm, I really appreciate you, you know, thinking of me and, and all that kind of stuff. But A, I don't play in that world anymore. And B, I don't, I don't have time. Right. I'm, my, my cup is just too full right now. So thank you. And the best of luck to you. And I feel good when I, when I finally press send, but it's still hard to actually do that. It is getting easier because I'm starting to like get this. And, and the other thing I wrote down is, and, the, and I work through this with clients too, is kind of knowing what it is you're after. Because if you don't know what you're after, I feel like you're more likely to say yes to everything than if you have a clear idea of where you're heading. Now well, that how changes. How do you know if you don't know? Well, that's where you've got to sit down and do some serious self awareness yeah. again. Yeah. And and I was working with somebody the other day, and we were talking about kind of like these these buckets, if you will. And I'm I'm trying to remember because they kind of came to me in the moment as we were working through this, but it's like. There's the, the stuff that you have to have to thrive. Mm -hmm. I mean, to, to survive. Bare bones. Same thing. Right? <laughs> no, no. And this is how we kind of split it out. So there's the survive piece. Okay. And we've talked about this before, even though we'll use a financial example. I could not work and be fine mm -hmm. because of my military retirement. We're static. I'm going to keep paying the house off at the rate that I'm paying and maybe one vacation a year. So that's the survival mode, right? Enough to put food on Just the table, enough. to pay enough. the bills. That's enough. Where go. enough, yeah. Thriving yeah. is more like, okay, I want to take two surf trips a year. I want to take Shelly on a big trip a year and go to a music festival with Abby. So that's kind of the next level. And then beyond that is, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, but kind of the, if then if I have even more, now, again, we're talking financially, how would I use that? Well, I'd pay the house down faster. Maybe we'd remodel the bathroom, you know, whatever. So if, you, if you've got things in these kind of like areas of what do I need? What is my base need? And am I meeting that? And then what's the next level and the next level? Because these will shift as well. These will change with the cycles of life. But then at least when all these things are coming in, I'm able, me personally, I'm able to look at it and say, does this serve where I'm trying to go? Mm -hmm. Is this a passion project? Is this something I'm even interested in? And you have to calculate all that stuff. I think we came up with another episode, actually. Like that 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 part about. Well, tell me and I'll write it down. Okay. Well, we talked about like how we you're not in that space no more. Mm -hmm. How 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 you're trying to move forward. Just so we're talking about moving in different directions right now, even like saying, if you're always saying yes, like learning how to say no, like moving in a different direction and people actually realizing that. So it's like, I guess the subject would be like realizing that you are no longer who you used to be, like that space, right? And and I say that you can write down however you, you choose, but it's we're talking about 
the the veteran part, right? And like you keep getting pulled. Yeah, but that could be for anybody. And that's even yeah. too, that's even matter of fact. That's even the point to like the yes. Like sometimes there's there's areas that keep pulling us. That's that's still because the momentum is all, has been that direction for so long. Yeah. Right. And so when I got out, I mean, we I just got out, but like I still get pulled by veteran organizations, but like and. The whole reason I got out is to get away from that stuff, mostly. Not unless it's like, you know, me, mental health is important to me uh, for veterans. But the other stuff is not so much, right? And if it, and then, but I only can can work with nine different organizations on the same thing. I need to like decide, okay, this is what is right for me for my mental health. Um, so I can move forward from there and say no to the other six and say, yeah, this is not. This is where I'm at, and having the. I think it's come down also, saying no comes down to like really tapping into my courage. It does take courage, and that's you know kind of the counter to that fear yeah. that I was talking about. If you're, if you don't have the courage to say no, or to, you really at this point you're standing up and advocating for yourself. Mm. That's a hard one. It is hard because that's especially, especially for people that are in a service type organization so if you think of law enforcement fire department anybody who's meant to serve others you know the military mm -hmm. obviously so for your entire career or at least while you're in those organizations that's what you do your mindset is i'm doing this in service of others what that was that john wick that the saying he used to say i'm here to serve uh, ready to serve or something like that it's a comment that john, you keep talking i'm gonna pull it up oh, oh boy morgan's googling <laughs> but I feel like whenever it, this you see this shift the hardest in um, in people that are in these serve service mm -hmm. type leadership or um, or servant leaders. That's probably another great example of servant leaders because you're so used to saying yes to everybody. So then, whenever it's time to say no, you've got to have the courage to, to say no and realize that it's not going to impact you. Correct. Morgan is deep in the Google machine right now. I, I think I know what you're talking about, but I don't know if that's it what says, it is. It says, I have served, I will be of service. Oh, I actually remember that scene, too. He yeah. says that a lot, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's always like because he's doing something, and it, 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 so it becomes this mentality of servant, servant, servant. You know, I, I have served. Right. I am ready to be of service. And so you, you're you're subconsciously telling yourself that, like, I need to help everyone because I am a helper. Uh, isn't it, I mean, and there's the positives and negatives to it, right? Sure. Uh, you know, any too much of anything is too much. But you can't, I get think it lends back to the point is you can't really be of value and be of service when you're not serving yourself the right way and understand that your cup can only be filled with so much. And understanding, like, service, uh, what I want to say is, like, service is not an obligation. Like, stop thinking of service as an obligation. And I think a lot, and that's a great point. I think a lot of us feel this is an obligation that we have. and We got to do it. Like, right. I on, yeah, and, I, and you may feel like that. If you're okay with that, but if it's unhealthy. Yeah, yeah we're gotta, not saying you got to yeah. run around and jump up and down on the no button. <laughs> uh, just saying that you've got to protect yourself. That's a good and, one. And I think that's that's kind of the point. Like, what do we want the listeners to get out of this? The steps that you should maybe kind of go through, the takeaways, whenever you're faced with these types of things. 
And, you know, just again, kind of back to what I was talking about with the, with this board position, I look at it yeah. and it didn't match where I even am in my life. It didn't match anything that yeah. I was interested in. Yeah. It wasn't for anybody that I was super close to. And, and that matters to some degree. Yes. And it wasn't something that when I looked at it, I thought to myself, man, that looks amazing. That looks like so much fun. And I'm not saying it wouldn't have been fun, but it wasn't. It, I didn't immediately get that feeling of like, okay, I really want to do this. And then I thought about the second half of this is then thinking about all the other things, right? How would this impact my time, which would impact my family, which would also impact my, my own self-care and well-being. And as I started to, and I'm able to do it more quickly now, on at least for things like that, I very quickly came to a no. And then it's a matter the third step is, okay, how do I craft this no? Yeah. In a way that makes me feel good, like I'm not blowing somebody off, but also that it's because the other thing is the lingering no or the unauthentic no. Explain. The disingenuine no. Um, it's when you make excuses instead of just saying no. Ah. Or or you don't make excuses, but you're very ambiguous. I, well, hate, I don't like it, yeah. Let me like get that. back to you. <clears throat> let me check with so-and-so. And you can see it on their face. Yes. That they don't really want to. I, when I see that, I, and I'm very, so if you ever do this to me, just know this is coming. If I see it on your face that you're, you're trying to, like, give me a soft no, I'm going to. Yeah, I'm the gonna, soft no, yeah. I think, is a better way. I'm going to engage it, mm -hmm. and I'm just like, and I might even answer it for you. How, guess what? Don't even worry about it. I'll take care of it, right? Or I'll call you out on it, depending on who you are and what situation it is. I'm like, brother, does you, you? I know if, if you had time, you would do it. Boom, don't just don't worry about it, right? Mm -hmm. But you got to really, you got to be honest with people, man. You can't that that half in, half out. I'm not, I'm not a fan of that. No, but that's that's <laughs> a, another trap that I think people fall into, and something I would recommend for the listeners is. Don't fall into that trap either. If you're going to say no, then just say no. I feel mm -hmm. like it's more credible. Rip the I feel like off. it's Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and again, you don't have to be, you know, you don't have to be a jerk about it for sure. You need to say no in a in the nicest way you possibly can, I guess, or whatever, but and the fact that I'm saying you have to say no in the nicest way possible means that we think of no as like this negative thing. And I guess there's some grammar nerds that are probably out there saying it's literally a negative thing. It's a negative <laughs> word, right? But it's no is not negative. No is safe. That's probably a way to say it. no is safe. What do you mean? No is safe. Some people don't think so. When people, if you think of it negative, like some people just don't want to do it. Like it's 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 still a safe place. To, it's safe for you. You get right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Because people won't do things that they think are are negative. Like if I tell them no, then they're gonna think this is bad or I'm mm -hmm. bad or. I'm doing something bad or I'm making them feel bad. Like however it is, but it's like, no, it's, no, it's safe. Like it's, it's a safe word. It's not, um, it's not negative. It's not a net. It's not negative. Right. It, it, everything, I would say it's even positive in you, some way. Anything can be, I mean, you can salad could be positive. Salad could be negative. <laughs> right. I mean, cause you yeah. can, you can, however, in, in whatever context that you choose to use it, tool, word, however you want yeah. it, it really depends on you and the delivery and only you know that. And so to be honest with yourself, right, don't go into it saying yes, 
when that's not how you really feel, when the feeling is no, but you 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 were shielded with the yes or covered with the yes? Well, if you say yes, then then you're in. But are you? We tell well, we you're had not, a, we you're had not an episode. In. Yeah, yeah, you're not in, but you're in. Remember we talked about quiet quitting. Yeah. You're not in, but you're in, right? Yeah. And so there's so many very very So you're not given the it. best version of yourself. You're not. You're not. And sometimes that's the best way to say a no is, listen, I, I'm super busy right now, and there's no way I could give you what I would want to give you. So the answer is, and that might come to somebody who is a project you actually would want to do. You just literally don't have time to do I ain't got time. It. I want to be there. I got a lot of things like that yeah. that come up, and I'm already booked for something. It's like if we get a speaking engagement or other, and you know, coaching. Yeah. Like, if you got your 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 clients that you're coaching, and say you have a certain data set for them, and then something else comes up or another client wants to speak, you gotta you have to handle that the right way. You know what I mean? Sometimes you can move things out, but sometimes you can't. Yeah, and this just came to me too for at work because I'm thinking, well, how do you say no to your boss sometimes? So I've definitely had some clients that were their bosses were overloading them with things because they were reliable and great workers, great, you know, very. So they were looking at like, I literally cannot do all this stuff. There's not enough time in the day to do this. One of the useful tools that we have at our disposal is to say, I'm not going to tell you no to this new project. But what I am going to say is, I need you to then decide of all the 8,000 other right. things that you've got me doing, which one do you want me not to do so I can now do this one? Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. I used to get on people about that, man. They're like, well, I had all this other stuff. I said, but the key is you t- I don't know what you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there is some responsibility right. on, on the, both sides. On the employee or yeah. the yeah, the, the person in the, the team. Employer the employer and the employee. That's right. Correct. But if you put it back on them and say, I can definitely do it, but it means I'm not going to do one of these other things. Which one is least important to you? Sometimes they would come back and and tell me, yeah, the boss said, okay, quit doing that other thing because I really need this. And sometimes they would come back and say, never mind, you're full. Hold I'll, on, there's another one more. There's one more response. Else. Figure it out. Well, that's that's <laughs> that's a toxic environment. I didn't say it was yeah. right. I'm just telling you there's other responses to that. So then, no, you've great <clears> point. <throat> figure it out. So what do most of us do? Most of stress, us add more stress to our lives by trying right. to do it. Most of us end up working longer hours, doing it over the weekend. Because really, they're not saying figure it out. Because they, because essentially, if you fear, I say, yeah, I decided not to do it. How would that go over? Oh, I guess I that, figured yeah. it out. <laughs> I figured it out. I figured it. I can't do it. Yeah. Now you're going off <laughs> off the of space on us. <laughs> I just didn't feel like coming in today, Bob. Um, But I think that a lot of people and and probably a lot of our listeners right now are thinking about this. It's they do. They take it home over the weekend. And now who's suffering again? This is that whole I said yes to this or maybe it was forced upon me. But that means a silent no to everything else. It means, no, I can't go to the soccer game. It means, no, we can't go on that Saturday night date because now I'm working on this project for work. So realizing full and well that there are instances where you didn't say yes, it was forced on you because of work. Mm. And, um, I mean, that's a tough situation to deal with. And I know we've talked about this before. That's where you've got to decide, 
you know, is this, is this a job that I want then? Is this the right place for me? Is this, have I actually spoken up and said, Hey, I'm overloaded. I'm overwhelmed at work. There's a, there's a lot of other things that factor at into home. That. Like it doesn't matter. Like I, we always, I like to make sure we understand like people, sometimes we forget that work home, all these different points in our life still have some similar decision making. Right. And you, in relationships, you know, friendships or, mm -hmm. Uh, boards like it, it's so it's the, it's the same thing it's like making a choice like that's what it, that's what this yes or no is like it comes down to making a choice the best choice for you and, and not to, for them right for you and to know that <laughs> you need to know what your path is what your you know what your goals are what your path is and that way you can deliberately say yes or no to whatever these things, because things constantly pop up in our lives, and that that actually that makes it that that makes saying no easier when you understand where you want to be, what you want from your life, where what how you want to feel. Mm -hmm. It's not the problem is most people. Oh, that's this is just like coming to me. It's like most people don't want to say no because they don't really know. Like I told you, like they don't yeah. know what to feel it with. Like, like this is all I've ever done, or I, oh, I haven't failed, or I or I I haven't felt like. And but when you really are in a good place with yourself, you, when you've done that inner work and you're aware of you, and people are like, well, how do you just, you know, you're you're so uh, straightforward about something because I know what I want, yeah, and I know what I don't. We have we talk about we always talk about everything, but um, I know what I don't want, and so if this is not, if it's feeding the one or the other, the good or a bad way, I have to make a choice. Right. And the choice becomes easier when you have stepped back and said, OK, how can if 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 I were to do this, can I really bring the value? If I were to do this. Would I give my all or do I really want to do this? Should I do there's so many questions and, and don't what I would say, the tip I would give when it comes to things like that. Um, it's no different than, you know, it's kind of like taking a job offer advice. Like, don't say yes immediately. Mm -hmm. Don't say you no know immediately. Like, um, sometimes we get that re that um, that reflex of that yes reflex. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Like, stop. Say, let me get back to you. That's right. Can I get back to you? Then you can give yourself some time to give yourself some grace. <laughs> like, yeah. They kind of pull back and say, ah, let's, let's write this out. Like, some people write it out. Some people talk it out with a friend or a coach or something like or that. Or your family. Or yeah. family and just say, like, what do you think about that? And I do it sometimes. Like, there's certain things. And even when I do that, it's sometimes I want, I'm looking for somebody to tell me no just to validate me or somebody to tell me yes so I don't feel bad about doing it. But, like, at the same time, like, you should take all that information in, then make a decision. And I, I think you, not and nine times out of ten, you'll feel better about whatever choice you make. And sometimes mm -hmm. you'll you'll discover something that you weren't even anticipating. When you when you take time to mm -hmm. reflect on it and to make your decision, right? When you take time to do that, sometimes you find, like again, you discover you're like, wow, I hadn't thought about this or I hadn't thought about that opportunity. And so you might even go mm -hmm. in thinking, okay, this is going to probably be a no. But you sit down and you reflect on it, and it turns into a yes, but in a positive way because now you've realized that actually is beneficial. Or more to you important than whatever life. else you were doing, it's like, yeah, I'm gonna say yes to this. That I'm gonna go tell other people that 
I'm not. I don't. I'm no longer willing to do this, or I can't. Will I've gone a different direction? What they say? Uh, going a different going direction. direction. Yeah. Well, and I, I, for whatever reason, lately I've been using the metaphor of like a pack, you know, a backpack mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. rocks in it, and and we all put rocks in our backpack, and it gets heavy after a while. Correct. And so I think it's important at times to stop and open that backpack and look at the rocks that you're carrying. And ask yourself, which ones do you, do you need in there? Which ones are too heavy? Which ones are serving you? Which ones aren't? Because to this whole thing with just saying yes, when you say yes, you're just picking up another rock and putting it in there. And maybe saying yes to that rock is good, but when you put it in your pack, make sure you open it all the way and look at all the other rocks and say, putting this rock in there is going to make it heavier. So is there another rock that I could or want to take out? Am I strong enough to carry all these rocks? Mm. And when you get to that point where either it's too heavy or there's rocks in there that are not serving you, take them out. Even if it's not too heavy, because this is where people say, well, I can carry all that. Okay, but not forever. And eventually, all those rocks you're carrying are going to be too heavy. You can say yes for a lot, and it's going to be too or too. There's the- and normally, it's at that point of failure. It's at that point of total exhaustion. You can prevent that by looking in that pack every time you put a rock in there and reassessing all the rocks. Taking yeah, a, no, I shouldn't put another one in there. I think I'm going to pass. You can keep that one. Right. Or <laughs> if you put it in there, maybe there are some you can take out. Because the lighter you keep that pack, the longer you can carry it. That is a good one. That's it. It's come up in like several countries. That's a good one. But that's, but, that's a, but that's a good analogy, right? And instead of just... It was a military term. They said if you if if you can if you can carry you can take it. That's right. Right, but not forever. But if you, but if you can't carry it, you can't. But yeah, so this determination is like we're going on ten miles, we're going on twenty miles, we're going multiple days. That will change the weight of that pack, right? And that's knowing your path. Yeah. And that's how long also, are you gonna carry it? Yeah. That, that also kind of comes into the planning factor. You know, when we, we used to carry water, are we gonna have a water resupply? No. Okay. Well, then you're carrying a lot of water, but also knowing that as you're moving down that path, the weight of that water is going to drop because you're consuming it. You know? Ooh, that's a good one. I know. There's all these like weird little <laughs> things, but I guess the bottom line is, as we kind of start wrapping this thing up is constantly ask yourself, what am I carrying? What am I, what am I taking on? What, what extra weight am I putting in there? What needs to be in there? And what can I take out for the longevity? Think about your peace, cultivate your peace, protect your peace, because that that peace is what makes you strong enough to show up for whatever you need to show up for every day. And when you say peace, you're talking about like your inner peace, your self care. Yeah, all of it. Okay, yeah. I didn't know if you meant the piece of the pie or like the inner peace. No inner peace. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, I mean, you, you to have a you need a clear heart and mind to say yes and be and and it actually be beneficial to those that you're saying yes to. Yeah. And if you find yourself in a situation where you're getting one of those forced things, that's, again, as we said a thousand times, and it might not always be practical, but that's where you've got to start asking yourself, is this, is this job serving me? And if not, you know, maybe you start looking for something else where you're not, not getting uh, put in those toxic positions. Yes. Well, that brings us to a close. Um, that L word, and that this was a good one. I actually... 
you know, they always start a little bit slow and then they like pick up because you start, like, I start hearing things that this makes so much sense. Like, yeah. and I love it because I learned so much from these conversations and I know we are sharing this information with the world, but and a lot of times we're processing it ourselves. Every right? time, because we like come up with this stuff on yeah, the fly. But it makes you think, though. I think I think these are these are general conversations that people have with themselves on a daily daily basis yeah. at some point in their lives, right? And uh, it's good to be able to share our thought patterns with them. So you know, it's, when people know that they're not the only ones. Yeah. Hey, I'm feeling this. I'm too. feeling this too. I'm like, feeling I think that right beneficial. now. Yeah. So yeah. you all, thank you for listening. We appreciate you. Leave some reviews. Give us a whole bunch of stars. Tell us what um, other episodes that you may want to want to discuss or hear about. And what do you think, Jody? Yeah, hey, send us your ideas. And uh, thanks for hanging out with us again. See you later. Bye. <laughs>